aside from a house or a car specifically, what is the most expensive thing you own? Wendy? A car. Name an animal with three letters in its name. Alligator. Name something that's better than being rich. Poor. Besides a bird, something in a birdcage. Hamster. Something that comes with a summer storm. Snow. Something Russia is famous for, Bob. Russians. Something a burglar would not want to see when he breaks into a house. Nicky Grandma. Nicky Grandma. Reason you might stay indoors on a beautiful day. Because it's raining. Something photograph. you might buy that could turn out to be phony. The Vikings. Yeah, a horse. Name a time that most people get up in the morning. A time most people go to bed at night. This is the 7 at 11 on Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin. We are under five minutes to go from London. Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings are in to Saints territory. They trail 22 to 19. They've had to try really hard to not win this game going away, settling for field goal after field goal after field goal, and uh, leaving the door open for Andy Dalton. And if you leave the door open for a quarterback like Andy Dalton, he's going to barge right in. And so the Saints uh, now lead the Vikings 22 to 19, under five minutes to go here in the fourth quarter. And uh, they're going to get a pass interference call inside the five-yard line. Kirk Cousins threw up a deep ball that had a very good chance of being intercepted by the Saints. But the corner, I think, obviously interfered, wouldn't you say, Kyle, there? And so Vikings have the ball inside the five-yard line. Four minutes to go. They trail by a field goal. With what we've seen today, they'll shoot themselves in the foot, have an offensive uh, penalty of some sort, and end up settling for a field goal. And the Saints will get the ball back tied at 22. That's your prediction there. All right. I watched Maverick last night, um, which is uh, the uh, Tom Cruise movie um, that, you know, was the uh, sequel 30 years later uh, to Top Gun, right? 36 years later to Top Gun. So what I would like to know, Kyle, is outside of Maverick and Top Gun, what are Tom Cruise's seven highest grossing movies. Now, the thing is, if he had a movie that had sequels like Maverick and uh, Top Gun, that doesn't count. So it it's only like it only counts once. So you can't like go with the same movie over and over again, right? So, besides Maverick and Top Gun, what are the top 7 grossing Tom Cruise movies? I know you're a big Tom Cruise guy, Kyle. Oh yeah, I love Tom Cruise. You don't I, I, uh, Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible is, you would think it'd be number one on the list. It is actually number two on the list. Wow. But Mission Impossible. Oh, yeah, that's easy money. Justin Jefferson touchdown, baby. Mission Impossible had five, has six different ones that are on the list. But Mission Impossible, are you doing a gritty? Yeah. How many leagues do you have, uh, Justin? In? Just, Just one, and that's the one that I've lost scoring high points, but playing against like the best team that week. Yeah. And so I've I've lost close matchups. But that's I mean cuz so the the big money league that we're in together, you're 3 and 0. So you don't have Justin Jefferson I, in that league. I, do I know. Not. I know that I know the team who has him there. So that, they that's probably not spent you. big money on him. And too. by the way, that was a handoff to Justin Jefferson. So that was a rushing touchdown, I believe for Justin Jefferson. We'll we'll see if that is official. 
Um, that appears to be a rushing touchdown. Yes, it is for Justin Jefferson. So if you have Justin Jefferson in any league, that is pretty good. And if you have uh, Joseph, who I mentioned had four field goals, he just missed an extra point there, Kyle. So this is, uh, I mean, if there's anything more Vikings than that, it is leaving the door open. So now a field goal will tie it for Andy Dalton and the Saints. Vikings lead it 25-22. In the cover, it was three and a half, right? I think, I think the spread <laughs> I think was that. It's moved around, yeah. Uh, it, yeah. Uh, well, for cover five, what matters I think to me. it was two and a half in cover five. Okay, so I do get a half a point maybe. Okay. Uh, oh, you have the Saints? No, no. Oh, you have the Vikings. Have the Vikings. Okay, yeah, me too, me too. Which, which right now... Uh, Puts us up by a, a half a half a point there. Um, so all right, so you have my you have Mission Impossible correct number two on the list. So I don't know any of his movies. I don't. Was he in Beverly Hills? Beverly Hills what? Beverly Cop- Hills Scott. That was uh, a guy who looked a lot like Tom Cruise. That was uh, Eddie Murphy. No, Eddie Murphy, and there was a white guy in that movie too. No, there were no white guys. Yeah, there, the other cop was a white guy. He no, had a partner. No, no, no. So you telling me that Beverly Hills cop is only Eddie Murphy, no white guy? <laughs> no, there's a bunch of white people in the oh, movie, but yeah. none of them look okay, like Tom okay. Cruise. Well, I, I was just, just a question. Well, here, I don't know. So what I'm going to say, there's one movie that should be on the list because it's the greatest movie he ever made, and that is the one with Cuba Gooding Jr. where he said, show me the money! Jerry Maguire is number five on the list. There you go, Kyle. You know you're Tom Cruise. Um, what other movies was he? Was he in? Uh, I don't. I, honestly, I have no idea what other movies he was in. All right. Well, um, I, I have you, no you clue. Out? You, you're I, tapping out. I, no other movie idea. All I'm right, just... that opens it up for you right now. We are looking for the top seven grossing uh, Tom Cruise movies. Now, again, this is uh, this is in honor of Maverick and Top Gun. So, Maverick and Top Gun have uh, are off the list. We have Mission Impossible number two. We have Jerry Maguire, number five, looking for, and and again, that knocks off all the Mission Impossibles. It knocks off all the Jerry Maguires, although there was not a sequel. But uh, that's for you to jump in now, show off your Tom Cruise skills, because I believe Tom Cruise is a severely underrated actor. He gets mocked because of some of his uh, religious beliefs and some of his different things. I watched Maverick for the second time, and that guy is, uh, to me, he's an incredible actor. And I think his depth of, uh, of all-time great movies you know, speaks of him as one of the great actors of our time. And there are, I mean, you can go deep on his list and find great, great movies. In Am I going to be surprised when you go through these movies and I didn't know he was in them? No, I think you probably haven't seen them. No, well, one of them, one of them you'll say is a, is an all-time great movie. And by the way, we're talking about starring roles. So him being in Austin Powers in like some like small little role, we're not counting that when he was in Austin Powers. We're talking about him being in a starring role. Uh, that is what we're talking about. 800-990-ESPN. That's our old National Bank talk and text line. You can give us a call now, 800 990 3776. We're looking for the top seven grossing Tom Cruise movies ever. We have, we have, ooh, by the way, the Vikings may have gotten lucky on that call. I don't know. That was a little closer. That big pass interference on Adam Thielen. The, the, uh, Saints corner, uh, Lattimore had his, uh, back turned. Thielen kind of pulled him into him a little bit by the face mask. I don't know, but uh, either way, a missed extra point 
puts the Saints in possession of the ball, trailing by only three points, four minutes to go in London there. All right, let's get it going. Let's talk to Chris, who works in construction. You are on Sunday Karma. Good morning. Let's see with the new system here. Good morning, Chris. Good morning. (laughs) What movie do you have for us on the Tom Cruise all-time list here? Days of Thunder. Days of Thunder. Kyle, you know Days of Thunder? Nope. Oh, the race car movie. I mean, that was a classic Tom Cruise movie. Days of Thunder is number 12 on the list. Not going to crack the list. Thanks so much for the call, Chris. Yeah. Let's go to Darren Landscaper. You're on Sunday Karma. Morning, Darren. Morning, Sabrin fellas. Oh, we're doing good. Uh, what do you have for us? Why don't we try Eyes Wide Shut? Eyes Wide Shut. That was kind of a creepy movie, right? Like, I don't totally understand yeah. what was going on in that one. That was uh, a little shady and shaky and all sorts of things. Eyes Wide Shut is about number 17 on this list here. There may have been some things with ties that I missed, but Eyes Wide Shut, not going to crack the top seven Tom Cruise movies. Thanks for the call, Darren. This is, uh, I'm telling you, Eyes Wide Shut, that is not on my votes for why Tom Cruise is a great actor, um, if I'm trying to... uh, Trying to pitch that one. But uh, you can jump in now. 800-990-ESPN. It's 800-990-3776. Top seven Tom Cruise grossing movies. We have already knocked out by Kyle, Mission Impossible, and uh, Jerry Maguire. Let's see what else uh, we come up with. Let's go to uh, is this, uh, Derek. Uh, you're on Sunday Karma. Morning, Derek. Uh, I'm definitely not a fan. Derek says Rain Man. I don't know if Kyle knew Rain Man, but he should have. Rain Man is at number three on the list, co-starring Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman wins Best Actor that year. Tom Cruise, along for the ride as his brother, that is number three on the list. Well done. Do you have another? Um... No, not off the top of my head. Okay, well, well done knocking one out for us. Thanks for the call there. Let's go to, um, who knows how this uh, whole system works. Let's go to uh, Kyle. Any idea who this is, who I just, uh, oh, wait. I, oh, okay, I, I think I know how this will work. Oh, if I go line two here. Oh, we're in the new system here at the uh, at the Avenue. Uh, let's talk to Paul. You're on Sunday Karma talking some Tom Cruise movies. What do you got for us, Paul? I have three. Mission well, Impossible. Okay, Mission Impossible already guessed correctly at number two. Sorry, Cocktail. Okay, is Cocktail on the list? And Cocktail to me is one of my favorite Tom Cruise movies ever. And it is number 14 on the list. Thanks for the call. Paul, and I just hung up on uh, whoever was supposed to be up next. Uh, Just getting used to the new phone lines here. My bad. My bad there. Let's let's go to uh, Mark. You're on Sunday Karma. Morning, Mark. Uh, Retired Air Force, thank you so much for your service, and uh, good morning to you. Oh, good morning, and thank you. 
Um, by the way, uh, I know he's supposed to be somehow in the Navy, but when you watch Maverick, is there is any of that true? Like, I was watching it with my mom last night, and I was like, I, I wonder, is, is this true? Is, is being in the Air Force like being in Top Gun? Uh, no, unfortunately, uh, I worked on uh, cargo planes, so I barely worked on any fighters, so I couldn't verify whether something was true or false. So you never, Mark, you never went to Mach 10 uh, while you were uh, working no. on those cargo planes? Yeah, I wish. I mean, I love the speed, but <laughs> nice. Uh, what what movie do you have for us on this list? Uh, I'm gonna go with Minority Report. Oh, Minority Report, which I think was solid. I think an underrated. You know, I know it may feel like he was playing the same role he's played in other things. Yep, Kyle agreed. Minority Report, good movie, and Minority Report is number seven on the list. Well done. We are now over halfway through this list of Tom Cruise movies. We have Mission Impossible two, Rain Man three, Jerry Maguire five, Minority Report seven. I believe the best movie on this list still has not been named. Mark, do you have another for us? I do. How about Live, Die, and Repeat? I've never even heard of that movie. Live, Die, and Repeat. I've I've never heard of that movie. Uh, What what movie? Yeah, I don't know how to explain it, but he, it's like the theme says. He's uh, in this army situation, and he, whenever he dies, he repeats the same day over and over and over again. Wow, did not did not know of this movie. We got to look this up uh, as we uh, if we have time next segment. Let's go. Thanks for the call. Uh, let's sneak in Kelly. Uh, you're on Sunday Karma. Morning, Kelly. Hi, good morning. Kelly, thanks for your uh, work as a social worker. Uh, appreciate what you do. Uh, what do you have for us? Uh, the best movie of all time, The Outsiders. The Outsiders. I, by the way, when you said the best movie of all time, I thought you were thinking the same movie as I do. The Outsiders is probably the movie with one of the best casts of all time, that 1983 hit that made only $26 million domestically at the box office, which does not even put it in Tom Cruise's top 20 all time of uh, the grossing Tom Cruise movies. But thanks so much for the call, Kelly. 800-990-ESVN. It's 800-990-3776. Tom Cruise movies. We talked to Chris, who's in construction. Oh, we already heard from Chris. Kyle, you're, you're circling back. You're giving people a second chance this morning. What's going on here? Good morning, Chris. Morning. No, I'm a different Chris. Oh, a different Chris. We have two Chris. It is different. Two Chris's in construction. That Now that shows the depth we have in the industry. By the way, Will Lutz is lining up for a 60-yard field goal in Tottenham Stadium to try to tie this game against the Vikings. Who do you have for us, Chris? Is it a War of Worlds? War of the Worlds is absolutely number one on the list. It actually made domestically more than any of the Mission Impossibles, which was shocking for me to see Will Lutz from 60 yards. It is on target, and it is. It's good. The Saints have tied the Minnesota Vikings. A minute 51 to go from Tottenham Stadium. Vikings 25, Saints 25. We continue on the 7 and 11. And Chris, do you have another guest for us at Tom Cruise Movies? No, all the other ones I know have been said. All right, good job, Chris. Real good job. By the way, there's two great movies left. Two of my favorite Tom Cruise movies are left on this list. We have right now War of the Worlds 1, Mission Impossible 2, Rain Man 3, Jerry Maguire 5, Minority Report 7. We are missing 
Days of Thunder and Eyes Wide Shut were, were uh, said incorrectly. 800-990-ESPN, 800-990-3776. We'll continue to take your calls as we roll on. We're missing two Tom Cruise movies. Let's see if you can knock them out when we continue. Sunday Karma, ESPN, Wisconsin. This is Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin on ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com. Marshawn Lattimore toasted by Justin Jefferson on a deep ball from Kirk Cousins. It is now the Minnesota Vikings down inside the 30-yard line against the New Orleans Saints who who have burned their last time out. So Saints... 25 Vikings 25 if the Vikings win this game they move into first place ahead of the Chicago Bears and your Green Bay Packers at three and one the Vikings expected here on third and nine with a minute 14 left to hand the ball off again keep the clock running and then kick a go-ahead field goal with around 25 seconds left Greg Joseph just missed an extra point after their last touchdown but this field goal will put the Vikings up 28-25, assuming they execute the handoff, and then the field goal. We'll keep you updated there. Kyle and Tense over there as we're counting down the top uh, seven Tom Cruise movies of all time. We have 11 callers on the board ready to go, but War of the Worlds 1, Mission Impossible 2, Rain Man 3, Jerry Maguire 5, Minority Report 7, Days of Thunder and Eyes Wide Shut, both guessed uh, incorrectly. By the way, uh, the confusion of uh, the caller who mentioned some like live repeat movie that I'd never heard of. Eric name uh, texts in uh, that it, that movie is actually called edge of tomorrow. Yeah. Edge of tomorrow, which Eric name says is a can't miss movie. It will be under 30 seconds when Greg Joseph comes on to try to kick the go ahead field goal for the Minnesota Vikings. We are going to go to Aaron, who is a speech therapist, uh, you're on Sunday Karma. Morning, Aaron. Good morning. Good morning. What Tom Cruise movie are you going to try to add to our list? Well, I have two. Well, you've got to pick your favorite one or the one you think has the best chance of being on this list. I would say Risky Business. Risky Business. Gosh, I, I was going to say the last two are my two favorite Tom Cruise movies, but Risky Business was kind of life-changing when I saw that at... Uh, at the age I did with Rebecca De Mornay, what an unbelievable movie! And it also has the regional connection, as uh, some of those uh, Chicago movies do. But Risky Business not on the list. Thanks for the call, Aaron. That is a shocker. Let's. What, what'd you say? What? Oh, okay. That that's who uh, I'm going to. Hal, uh, what line? Line two. You want me to go to next? All right, we're going to Hal. Uh, by the way, that field goal is good for Greg Joseph for 47 yards. Vikings now lead the Saints 28 25, 24 seconds to go remaining in London. Let's go to Hal. You're on Sunday Karma. Um, yeah. Did anybody mention Top Gun? Uh, yeah, Top Gun was what Maverick and Top Gun is what led to the uh, topic. So that was not eligible to be guessed. Uh, so, yes. Oh, what about the last Samurai? The Last Samurai, 
Another big time Tom Cruise movie that is number eight on the list. It does not crack the top seven. So close there for The Last Samurai. And it'll be a last dist effort for Andy Dalton coming up here as the Vikings lead 28-25 in Tottenham. Let's go next to, do I go to line three? What line should I even go to? I'm going to go to, um, go line. You put up five fingers, but tells me to go to line four. I go to line four and it's Cynthia who's uh, retired. Uh, thanks for all the uh, work you put in before your retirement. Cynthia, who do you have? What, what Tom Cruise movie do you have for us? How about The Firm? Oh, The Firm. The Tom, the, the John Grisham book. Wilford Brimley chasing him all over. The Firm is correct at number four. I lo- It's one of those where, to me, the book did not overwhelm the movie. I love the book, and then I love the movie. Nicely jo- done, Cynthia. Do you want to take a guess at, number, at the last one on this list? I'm out of guesses. Rest okay. Well, this was my next yep, one. Great, great job. Cynthia, knocking it out. Um, oh, what the value of this role. Uh, an IT manager, Mike, you're on Sunday. Karma right as Andy Dalton throws one right up the gut to Chris Olave, the rookie from Ohio State, making an amazing catch while he appeared to have injured his shin down to the 43-yard line of the Minnesota Vikings right at the same position where Will Lutz earlier kicked a 60-yarder to tie this game at 25. Will Lutz is going to have a chance to win this game. 11 seconds left from Tottenham. Let's go to, uh, who is this on line three we're going to? Oh, Mike, IT manager. That's right. Morning, Mike. Morning. I'm going to go with another... uh big name actor with Jack Nicholson. It has to be A Few Good Men. It has to be A Few Good Men. Kyle, A Few Good Men? Tell me you have seen A Few Good Men. I've heard of it. Oh, you have... You can't handle the truth? You've never seen A Few Good Men? Oh, I've heard of it. I've heard that line before. The truth, you can't handle the truth. That's what it is. He's exactly. Okay. And Mike, you have gotten number six for us. I can't believe A Few Good yeah. Men lasted this long. That is our final answer on the 7 and 11. Incredible job by everyone today. We'll put Mike on hold. Whether he's listening on uh, 100.5 ESPN in Madison or 94.5 ESPN, he will get a... a uh, uh, a T-shirt from us. Thanks to everyone jumping on the 7 at 11. Andy Dalton with 12 seconds left on a first and 10 through the ball out of bounds. So with nine seconds left, I think the Saints might just kick the field goal here. They have no timeouts remaining. I don't know that they're going to take. They are going to take one more snap here before they bring Will Lutz on. You would think they would want to be a little more aggressive there, but they're very concerned about getting stuck inbounds. Chris Olave with the big catch to put them at what should be about another 60-yard field goal. And Dalton, struggling, throws it in the air, and it's completed once again to Chris Olave. They're going to call it out of bounds with two seconds remaining. Olave, who appeared to get hurt, on his catch that put them in field goal range, makes an amazing reception. I'm not doing live play-by-play for anyone listening. The college first-year receiver from Ohio State made what would have been an incredible catch in the Big Ten, but he did not keep both feet in. That is going to leave Will Lutz with, once again, a 60-plus-yard field goal. He would be the first NFL kicker ever 
to have two 60-plus yard field goals in a game and especially the first to do it in the final seconds of a game. It would be two 60-plus yard field goals in under two minutes remaining. Um, an incredible situation. Vikings call timeout to ice him. We're going to bring in Jason Wilde coming up next to talk a little Packers and Patriots. It's Sunday Karma, ESPN Wisconsin. This is Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin on ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com. Jason Wilde is brought to you by Boucher Automotive, where we ride with you every mile. 18 dealerships, 15 brands, and thousands of vehicles in stock. Check them out at Boucher.com. As Will Lutz, what a show the NFL puts on in London. As Will Lutz kicks a 60-yard field goal with a minute 51 to tie the game. Greg Joseph puts the Vikings back ahead. Saints get in position again for a 61-yard field goal that hits off the upright, then off the crossbar, and falls on the field side. It is no good putting the Minnesota Vikings a half game ahead of the Chicago Bears and a half game ahead of your Green Bay Packers for first place. In the NFC North, Jason Wildey joins us on Sunday Karma. Good morning, Jason. That was an outstanding, since I was in an apple orchard, I had no idea about that. that you built the suspense so well, as opposed to me not building the suspense, telling Kyle that the apple orchard we went to didn't have any apple cider donuts that I was going to get for him. That is uh, no good by you and no good by Will Lutz. Vikings win at 28-25. Jason, are the Packers going to be in the first place tie at the end of today that everyone expects as uh, they face the Mac Jones-less New England Patriots? Yeah, I, I think so. And, and look, we, we all know Bill Belichick's greatness, but you're a much greater coach when you have a lot of talent to work with. Uh, obviously, they're going to be playing with Brian Hoyer at quarterback. They don't won't have Jacoby Myers, one of their top wide receivers. So uh, this is there's a reason why they're ten and a half point underdogs. But I think, and I don't know about you, but I guess when Bill Belichick is the coach, I'm always reluctant to be too dismissive and be uh, overconfident and say, "Well, come on, you're at home. This is a team that's obviously got some challenges in front of it." When you've got Bill Belichick as the coach. Uh, I think you should probably be a little reluctant to be too dismissive of any team coached by him. It's kind of funny because that's the same thing that you feel when Aaron Rodgers is your quarterback, right? (laughs) It's like, all right, the Packers once again last week proved that they are a flawed football team who couldn't convert a third down for three quarters of that game and almost lost a game to a weaponless Tom Brady. So a weaponless Tom Brady, a weaponless Bill Belichick. I understand your thought process there. I, I mean, I do think the Packers win this game and, you know, and find a way to get ahead and stay ahead. I think their defense, you know, should be able to be enough, especially at home to do this. Uh, Jason, what do you think Bill Belichick, you know, he's always been the best at taking one thing away. If Devonte Adams was here, we would know it was that. So, if he's going to take one thing away from the Packers today, what is it that Bill Belichick's going to want to take away from this offense? Yeah, I, I think it's got to be Jones and Dylan, right? It's got to be their ability to both run the ball 
and catch the ball out of the backfield. That has to be the priority. If you want to, you know, if I'm Bill Belichick, I'm saying, all right, Romeo Dobbs, you were pretty good in your first NFL start. Uh, you caught every ball Rodgers threw you. You had a touchdown. Uh, good. I'll settle for you beating me. I know what Jones and Dylan can do. I'm going to stop them first. And if Romeo Dobbs and Robert Tunyon are able to get the job done against me, well, good for them. But I have to think, especially listening, you know, I listened to Belichick's press conferences this week, and he, when he wasn't praising Cecil Isbell and Don Hudson, he was praising Jones and Dylan almost as much as he praised Rodgers. So uh, I think he is, uh, I think he's pretty clear that those are the guys that he feels like are the biggest threat. And look, Aaron Rodgers is going to have to figure out other ways if he's successful to get other people to football. All right, Jason, last question for you, and we appreciate you jumping in in the second hour. Rare uh, opportunity to uh, for us, uh, brought to us by Boucher Automotive. Better franchise history, Green Bay Packers or New England Patriots? Well, the, pr- the problem is with history, it goes a lot farther back than just the success that these Patriots have had. And obviously, you know, they played in Super Bowl 31 that the Packers beat them in. They played in against the 85 Bears and I don't remember was that Super Bowl 20. Um, so they have they've made more Super Bowls than just the ones that they made under Belichick, uh, which I think is eight, if my math is right, with six wins and two losses. Um, I think I have to give the edge to the Packers. Wait, isn't it three losses? Because they had two to the Giants and then one to oh, yeah, the Eagles. One, yes, so yep. nine total, yeah, yep. yeah, or eleven total. Um, so I I would say the Packers only because of what they meant to the league early on uh, in the in a in a very formative period for the league. I think that's why I would give them slight edge. I mean, the NFL had been established and very successful as a billion dollar industry when the Patriots won all their Super Bowls. Plus, uh, their history may be great, but from an uh, NFL perspective, not sure that their dynasty was necessarily great for the NFL. I guess it gave a team, uh, gave everyone another team to root against, like some people do with the Yankees or, or the Lakers. or. So you're Celtics, saying but, the, the cameras on the sideline, the deflate gate, the, the, that there was kind of some things around them that made them less uh less than pristine in terms of the brand yeah i don't know about pristine that uh but you you're definitely right about what i think of their history i think there's some uh blemishes on it and again i i also do think that it, it matters when you have all that success now you can argue that maybe the packers and their domination during those 60s were not great for the league either but that was when the league was expanding. It was trying to get more attention. There were a lot it less teams. There were less teams. Right. right. Uh, more impressive what they did in that era, the Patriots. I would agree with that. But, again, I'm looking at it from what they meant to the league. Yep. If you're looking purely at the history books and which one has a more impressive history book, uh, I think I might have to take the Patriots in that instance. But in terms of what they meant to the league, I would pick the Packers because of the timing of their dynasty in terms of what you mean to the show jason you were definitely in the top 10 figures in the history of sunday karma so uh we appreciate your <laughs> and, contributions and, and as top, always 
And top 10 Aaron Rodgers rivals from last week. Yes. I mean, look at you. Back-to-back weeks in the top 10 and no apple cider donuts for you. Uh, thanks for checking in. Jason Wildy. we will have our Palermo's picks coming up next. It is Sunday Karma from our new studios at the Avenue, downtown Milwaukee. Sunday Karma, ESPN Wisconsin. This is Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin on ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com. It's that time. Yes, it's finally here. Craig makes his picks of the week. You can bet the house on it. Picks of the week on Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin. Presented by Palermo's Pizza, Wisconsin's hometown pizza. Can't wait to see what happens next. On ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com. It has been a wild Sunday Karma, our first ever show from the Avenue, the Third Street Market Hall in downtown Milwaukee, complete with therapy sessions after rough Badger and Brewers losses yesterday, complete with Tom Cruise discussions uh, throughout the morning, and complete with the Minnesota Vikings on a double doink off the upright, off the crossbar by Will Lutz. 61 yards that falls short of giving the Saints a tie and pushing that game into overtime. Puts the Vikings into first place over the Packers and Bears at 3-1. and one. Time to look at our Palermo's picks brought to us by Palermo's Pizza where every Sunday is a Palermo Sunday, Wisconsin's hometown pizza. I don't buy a pizza in my freezer if it is not a Palermo's brand pizza. They're supporting Wisconsin, a local company. Incredible work, incredible company to work for. You can join their team, but easiest thing to do is just buy an urban pie, grab a screaming Sicilian. I, I, Kyle, I feel like you're about to talk about some goods. Uh, oh, no, I was down in I was down in Florida last week. They yeah, you were. got out before the storm, and guess what pizza we ate. What'd you eat? We ate Palermo's pizza. Really? You sure just did. found in the grocery store we down sure, there? And down or you brought there. it with you? Okay. Oh, no, 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 no. Found in the grocery store down there. So the Wisconsin Knights were very excited that, you know, I was like, yeah, let's get Palermo's. I said, yeah, we forgot about Palermo's. And they were excited to eat Palermo's pizza as they retired down in Florida. They had a taste of Wisconsin. That is awesome. All right. Time for our uh, our picks. Now, Kyle, my picks uh, have been valuable for people because last week I went 4-0-1 against the spread. This week... I uh, I was able to uh, pull out a half a point here as I did have the Vikings against the Saints. That game covered by a half a point because on cover five it was a two and a half point spread. But let's go to the uh, let's go to Atlanta where the Cleveland Browns go to Atlanta. That game is now a one point spread for the Browns. It was one and a half on cover five. I like the Browns to go and win. The Falcons have had a crazy travel out in it. They decide to stay in California after losing to the Rams and then beating the Seahawks back home. I think there'll be more distractions at home. Cordero Patterson a little banged up. I'll take the Browns minus the one and a half there. Um, and Kyle, make sure you're ready with yours because people know to bet yes, against yes. you this year yep. is the way to uh, earn some points going against Kyle. Kyler Murray has really struggled in the early goings. They go to... Carolina today, and they're getting two points. I just look at this, and my eye test of Kyler Murray versus Baker Mayfield, I think Kyler Murray finds a way to get it going somehow. I think the Arizona wins by 10 points today. I'll take them in the points. 
Now, this one could be dangerous. The Kansas City Chiefs go to Tampa, and the Buccaneers have all these weapons back on Sunday night football. Buccaneers are a one-point favorite. On cover five, the Chiefs were a a two-and-a-half-point favorite. So that line has moved now that the Buccaneers have gotten all their guys back. I think um, I loved Kansas City in this game, Kyle, but with all these guys back and a a two-and-a-half-point spread, I think I'm going to make a change on this and cover five. I don't think I'm going to stay with this pick. That's the beauty of the Cover 5 app. You can get in there and make a change in the moment. So I'm going to go in right now. I'm going to remove Kansas City as a pick, and I'm going to replace it with the Las Vegas Raiders, who I think get their first win. I don't love the Raiders. I think the Broncos move the ball well. I think it's a back-and-forth game, but I don't think the Raiders are going to go to 0-3. So I'll take the Raiders and lay the two points in cover five. And then finally, my last pick is going to be the Monday night football game, and I just don't buy the 49ers offense right now. The idea that I could get points, that I can get points, I'm getting points, With the Rams, I'm going to get two and a half points on cover five. I'll take them all day. Take the Rams against the Niners. Kyle, who do you have? So currently who I have, I have Minnesota. As you know, Minnesota cover got my .5. So now I'm up to, I believe, 42. uh, Yeah, 42 points. Negative 42 points. So we're we're chipping away. That's all it is. It's going in the right direction. And then next, I am actually taking the L.A. Chargers to cover the spread at Houston. I think that's going to be a big win today for the Chargers over Houston, even though Houston's been playing tough this year. And you talked about that Cleveland-Atlanta game. Yep. I'm right there with you. Cleveland just keeps on winning and keeps on covering for the most part, haven't they? From, yes. For what I've, I mean, what, their only uh, loss was to the Jets, where they should have won by at least two touchdowns, and they lost that game late. They choked that one late away, so I'm also riding with Cleveland in the ATL. Arizona versus Carolina. I believe in Kyler Murray today. I believe that they're going to run up the score today. They're going to beat down on Carolina, who's not that good of a football team. Baker Mayfield's not that great. So I'm going with Arizona cover spread there and be a big game for me. And you know who else I'm riding with, Craig? I made a decision because I haven't picked them all year for the most part. Is this going to be the Packers? And the Green Bay Packers. We were forced to pick the Packers last year, and I did very well picking the Packers. I'm picking my Packers at 10.5 today. I mean, they win this game by 20, 24 points, which you could feel could happen against the Patriots. That's a double-digit win on Cover 5. Go to Cover 5 right now. Even if the games kick off, you can still be part of it. We have 1,041 players playing with us right now. Go to the Cover 5 app. Join code WI22 on Cover5.com or the Cover 5 app. Join code WI22 if you have the most points this week. You win 100 bucks. All you do is pick five games against the spread like we just did in our Palermo's picks. Big thanks to all the engineers who somehow pulled off our ability to broadcast today from the Avenue, the 3rd Street Market Hall, right across from Dog City Hot Dog, the new home of ESPN Milwaukee, part of the ESPN Wisconsin Network. Big thanks to Kyle, to Jason Wildy, to Ashton, who jumped in, and everyone who's a part of it. Stay healthy, stay together, survive today, thrive tomorrow, don't settle. You've been listening to Sunday Karma ESPN Wisconsin. Enjoy your football Sunday and send us out, Kyle. Peace.